Are you constantly asking yourself, are my children in the right school setting? Do we as a family love our school option? Leah and I are moms in West Virginia helping families answer the question, do you love your school? Because we want every family to respond with the resounding yes. Kim and I are here to help families explore the many educational options available in West Virginia and bring hope to families so they feel empowered and encouraged about their education options. Welcome to We Have Hope. Welcome to the We Have Hope podcast. This is Kim. And this is Leah. And today we're just doing a recap over this last year. Can you believe that this is our 40th episode? That's crazy. It is like, I I just, I remember when Jenny messaged us and Jenny Clark is our founder of love your school. And she was like, Hey, what do you guys think about a podcast? (laughs) Like, that sounds amazing. And at first I was like, I don't know who we're going to get to come on. And, and you found, you kind of started off the season with Erica. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And she still is one of my favorites (laughs) to this day. I want to have her back early next season. Yeah, to see how she how far she's come and how much she's grown because when we interviewed her it was an interesting point. I think it was right after the law. I mean, the lawsuit was still pending, right? Had the injunction been granted yet? Yes, it was about because I, I was um, piggybacking with my husband on a work trip, and it was early August when we recorded that episode, and that injunction yeah. happened in July. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so she had just lost everything basically yeah. at that point. That she was set up to do all these wonderful, amazing things and the rug was yanked right out from under her. Mm-hmm. And then luckily the magic carpet flew right back in and, yes. and she was able to start. Um, but that was a very interesting time to start our podcast with like, we we still had the hope, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was so much uncertainty. Yeah. And we get asked like, you know, because we always ask the question, what does we have hope mean to you? And um Sometimes people are like, oh, I don't really want to speak about the Hope Scholarship. But really, when the idea came about for the the podcast and what we should call it, yes, it was about the Hope Scholarship, you know, because that's part of it. But really, it was about the hope for West Virginia students for oh, yeah. and, and West Virginia families that we have hope that we're going to figure this out. We're going to. Yeah. We're going to get this. We're going to. We have hope for our future. We have hope for our students. You know, we have. Yeah we have hope for change and for growth and, Mm -hmm. and it's so much more than just the hope scholarship, which is a fantastic program, but it's so much more than that. But that was the trigger. I think even at Mm -hmm. the point when we started the podcast, you know, knowing that the hope scholarship was up in the air and it was undetermined, um, it wasn't going to slow us down. You know, that was the trigger point of like, this is an opportunity for us. Okay. And if this doesn't work out, well, now we're on a roll. We're going to find other opportunities. Mm -hmm. So what is it going to be? Hopefully the hope scholarship is going to come back and, be a big catalyst for change that's going to roll into other changes. Um, but we're not, obviously not going to stop there. And we weren't going to stop there, even if it did get, you know, taken away from us, Yeah. Um, which luckily it didn't. But yeah, I think I completely agree that We Have Hope is so much bigger and broader than the Hope Scholarship. It was just a play on the words because that's what started it. That's what got mm-hmm. all the the bright minds, you know, lighting up the light bulbs like, OK, well, there there can be more. We can do better. Mm-hmm. And this is one part of it. I think one thing that we've learned and what I've noticed throughout is that there were people doing um, changes in education and being innovative and mm-hmm. creative throughout education long before the Hope Scholarship ever came about. Exactly. Um, and with it, it can it can expand their business as an educator mm-hmm. um, that if they have a tutoring company or they start have a school, it can certainly add value to that. 
Um, and then for others, it gave them an opportunity to start something new. Mm-hmm. And for, for students like this year, the last numbers I saw, it was like 6,323 students had applied for the Hope Scholarship. Now, yep. some of those are renewals because they don't have the final numbers yeah. yet at the time of this recording, but that's a lot of kids. That that's are, a whole lot of kids. Are like, I want something new. Mm-hmm. I want something different. Not even new. I want, I want to try something different. Yeah. And I think that's what, that's what we've done here in West Virginia. We've had charter schools for the first time. Yep. And those charter schools saw numbers anywhere from 200 to 425 kids for the first year, like a, a brand new thing. Opening day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People were ready to try something new. Yeah. They wanted to, to explore their options. And I think that that's, that's really kind of cool. That's what we do as adults. Like we talk a yeah. lot about that, you know, whole child perspective and we're raising the future generation. And, um, you know, as an adult, we get the opportunity to explore different things. We, we can yep, try day. different work settings. I can do an all mm-hmm. virtual I've worked virtually before and, you know, it, it Sometimes it works for me. Sometimes it doesn't. And, you know, but also being in person and to have that balance. And as adults, we get to determine that. Why, why not offer that opportunity to our kids too? Yeah, exactly. There's so many, and I think it is new for us in West Virginia anyway, mm-hmm. there's new different, there's new, um, you know, to, to boil it down. I think of like trying new foods. I mm-hmm. might not like everything I try, but something really might work for me. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly that's a new meal staple and my family's better fed. They're happier. They're healthier. You know, there's so many different things. And when it comes to education, it's, you know, nutrition is very important, but education, I don't know which one's more important. Honestly, they're both kind of up on the same level because it's who we're building as people too. Mm -hmm. It's more than just how good are they at math? It's like, what kind of person are you going to be? And as a mom, I know for both of us, especially that's very important to us. It's not just that they get the, the best test scores. Like, of course we, we worry, we want them to do well. We want them to, you know, be traditionally intelligent in it, you Mm -hmm. know that's something we care about, but it's not the most important, but the building blocks of who they're going to become as a person is paramount to everything else. And the love, love of learning, you know, Mm -hmm. we've talked about that in a lot of our episodes, um, instilling that love of learning versus just shutting them down and putting them in a box and not saying that public school is the box. I mean, charter school, homeschool, micro school could be the box, right? It just depends on the child. You know, what, what do they need to grow? What do they need to thrive? Mm -hmm. And, you know, my kids are thriving in public school right now. So that is not, I don't feel like they're in any type of box, but if I ever do, then luckily there's a lot of more opportunities and avenues that we can try until we find the right one that works. And I think that's what's so exciting right now. And it's, it's really inspiring to talk to parents, to talk to these other, um, educational, uh, figureheads, educational people, whatever we want to call them, leaders really in education mm-hmm. to and, and innovators to talk to them about how they solved a problem that they saw in their home or in their community. Of, I would really love to see this as an option. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was Heidi True who said it like, we were waiting around for someone else to kind of step in. We were waiting <laughs> yeah. around for, okay, guys, like this pass for the charter schools. Okay. We're willing to help somebody else do it. And, um, you know, then they took the reins and they did it. Yep. And 
I am so appreciative to all those leaders who just said, you know what, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to be the mm-hmm. first one. I'm going to, I'm going to dive in. I'm going to, you know, navigate this system. And and for all the providers who are willing to do that with hope, like it's been a little bit of a convoluted process for providers to and a risk in the beginning and, with yes. a lawsuit filed. <laughs> yes. How many, yeah. like, yeah, people like Erica who were willing putting their whole thing on, she was going to have 10 hope students. And then now what happens and to continue to be flexible and roll with the punches, nothing is perfect. There is no um, one size fits all for, for educators, for, for students, and to still continue to work through that and Mm -hmm. and not give up that tenacity, that resilience, that perseverance, that these adults are modeling for the students that they're caring for is something that I don't think we could have predicted with the hope scholarship. It, it sounded so straightforward, um, Mm -hmm. and, and, and everything. And for a lot of people it was, but also for a lot of people, they're like, Nope, we're going to keep showing up. We're going to keep figuring this out. I'm, I want to be at the table to come up with the solutions for this. And I think that that is such a testament to the type of people we have here in West Virginia. Yeah. And, and modeling, not just for students, but um, even personal reflection, yeah. reflection, modeling for parents um, to see like, I'm not stuck. You know, if the IEP mm-hmm. isn't working, I'm not stuck. There's like Jamie with the Dys- Dyslexia Center. Yes. Dynamic yeah. Dyslexia and Speech. I mean, to know that you can get your child really proficiently evaluated, you know, not just a little check and see, okay, they're dyslexic. Here's your 30 minutes a week, but like, no, an in-depth evaluation. And this is exactly how this brain is working Mm -hmm. and we can meet those needs. And this is what we need to do. Um, Inspiring parents to be more proactive and to know that if they are proactive, that they're not just going to hit a brick wall, because I think that's what a lot worry about too. It's like, well, what, you know, even if I do go in there and fight with the school, it's just going to make things worse for my child. You know, yeah. versus, no, I, I know exactly what I need to do, the resources out there. I've heard from them, on, hopefully, on the We Have Hope podcast, you know, and I, I know that this is a trustworthy resource. Um, there's just so, so much to be said for the parents, too, to be inspired by everything that's going on around us in West Virginia. So, like Ashley Matheny, you know, when she talked about, I actually reached out to her about my son's reading level. He's kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And I was so encouraged when she and some other parents in in the group that we were chatting in said, you know, well, my son wasn't that interested in it at five years old either. Mm-hmm. Like my daughter took right up, to, you know, but they said it's just a typical thing for boys, especially at this age. Um, and even just the age group, like to not be interested in reading, even though the teacher in public school is kind of harping that he's behind and his test scores aren't going to be great. And, mm-hmm. you know, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm so worried at first, like, oh, my God, is my child like is something wrong with my kid that seems so perfect and so wild and amazing? Yeah. Um, no, nothing's actually wrong with him. He's just a kid and he's just not interested in it right now. Like to hear from an expert that that is like normal mm-hmm. um, was incredibly encouraging to me because I think my son is beautiful and perfect. And so when I was hearing this feedback that like something might be wrong or it was in- indicating to me that something might be wrong with him. Um, but then I'm like, you know, he can identify every single bolt in his dad's garage. Like right. when he goes out there to work on the dirt bikes, this five-year-old, now six, can uh-huh. identify all these different things that I have no idea what the difference between them is. Um, it's because it's the interest level, you know, just mm-hmm. things like that that you don't, I don't know. I didn't know that as a parent, like that it's just going to take time to grow. And then when he's ready to read, he'll read. Like it'll be yeah. okay. In the way that other parents rally around 
um, one parent at a time that we all yes. need that at some point. We all need somebody to encourage us and say, Hey, you're doing a great job. Like it feel, it can feel so isolating. And we've talked a lot about that throughout the the podcast. And, and, and I've asked that question of, of guests that we've had, like, how did you do this thing that is so different? You know, I, I, I love the the county schools. I, I think that that's great that we have this system here in West Virginia. It certainly makes things easier to organize, mm-hmm. you know, 55 counties, 55 yeah. school districts. Yeah. That makes it it easy. And I really love how the districts are willing to partner with parents in a lot of ways. You know, we did have that public school principal on our episode, Drew Villani. Oh like, my gosh, that was amazing. It's, it's our most downloaded episode. Yeah, and he's I, phenomenal. I recommend anyone to listen to that because that's what it's about. Like he yep. was, it's students first. He's here to support his students. He's here to support the teachers, whatever initiatives that they want to do. And that's how education should be. He's really modeling what mm-hmm. education should be in the Ohio County schools in those, the two elementary schools that he's in. And, and also like we have this whole child perspective. Like we had Gabby on from a yes. local foster care agency to talk us through about how trauma affects, um, you know, affects children and, Mm -hmm. you know, Jamie from dynamic dyslexia, and we've had others on, we've had national partners on, which I think is the coolest part because what I didn't realize. So throughout my education program, like I studied education all the way through, I was, I never fully grasped the the how big school choice was. I thought it was like these little niche movements that were happening mm-hmm. and it really wasn't something. And it was only to help poor kids get out, like go to better schools. Like it wasn't really for everybody. Yep. And we, we've talked to, uh, you know, stand together trust with Carrie Hunter. And we've talked with Mark LeBlanc from, from ed choice. Like we've talked to these national partners who have really shared how this is a movement going on for years. And one of the guests that we'll have in the fall is Virginia Walden Ford, who mm-hmm. wrote a book about school choice and how she helped change that movement in Washington, DC. And yep. like, and that was happening while I was in college. Why was I not talking about that? I, it was so far from my mind. You know, I went from believing that starting a brand new school was, was a crazy idea. You know, I told Lynette that when we interviewed her, Um, but now it's like, oh my gosh, how could we do this? Like what else could we do in in micro schools and hybrid schooling and, and starting an an actual brick and mortar school and new charter schools? Like there's an abundance of opportunity. Yep. There's so much going on, um, which is also exciting for what we've got going on too in the future Mm -hmm. with events that were, that are coming up. I think definitely like I'm in Harrison County, Kim, you're mostly in Brook and Ohio County, right? So um, local events that if you want to come out and meet us, um, some of them are last minute, just thrown together. Watch our Facebook page. Um, We're very busy moms as well, Mm -hmm. um, but especially around Hope Scholarship application time, you know, next spring and stuff like that. Um, Come out and meet us and ask us your questions. And if we don't know the answer, we will certainly do our best to find them for you. Um, and then like we, we have the parent conference coming up in the fall, which I'll let you take the lead on Kim. Um, and of course my favorite is national school choice week, which we did not have a lot of time to publicize last year, but it ended up being an amazing, super fun family event at Canaan mm-hmm. Valley resort. We had sledding and we had s'mores by the fire pit, um, face painting, all kinds of fun stuff going on partners there. Um, and so this year we're doing it, I believe Kim, January 20th. Yes. Yeah. 2024. 2024. Mark We've already set it down. Exactly. It's it's happening. Um, location to be determined, but it's going to be bigger, better, more fun. And I think I had a blast. I know my family had a blast yeah. last year. So I'm super excited about that. But I think that's a good reason to follow us on Facebook and just watch because we are whole child. We're whole family friendly. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, it's more than just school choice for us here at Love Your School. Like we do want you to love your school, but we also want you to love your life and want yeah. your kids to love their lives. Like that's that's the goal that we're working towards here. And that's what gives us fulfillment. Um, but for our parent conference, Kim, can you just give us a lowdown on that? Because I think that's really interesting for people that um, are wanting to make moves in their own communities, especially. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to talk about that. I also want to add to uh, like following us on Facebook. If Mm -hmm. you see us out in public, like if you know us in real life, like we're friends in real life, please ask us. And it's never, you're never bothering me. I'm sitting at my kid's baseball game. Just let me holler at them for a minute. And then (laughs) we can have a conversation, you know, while they're not up for bat. Yeah. Although I might yell for their teammates too, you know, (laughs) um, come have those conversations. If you, if we're friends on Facebook and even if we're not like, super good friends in person, that's fine. Message me, ask those questions. There's no such thing as a stupid question. You know, I I try to ask all the questions that I can because I just want to know information. And so I respect it if you prefer phone calls or or emails or texting, whatever that is. Um, But if you see us out and about in the areas that we live, tap us on the shoulders. Hey, can I ask you a question about, you know, school? Can I ask you a question about hope? Can I ask you a question about IEPs? Can I ask you a question about my kid? Yeah. Yeah, we'd be happy to have those conversations with you. And if for some reason we're currently occupied, then I'll get your contact information and, and we'll reach out at a yeah, later time. Yeah, because it's a lifestyle. I mean, I yes. still, I have random people call my personal cell phone number all the time about foster care. Yes. And I've worked in foster care in a while. Uh-huh. And I love it. It makes me so happy to be able to be that resource. Like, I will give you all the information I have because, again... We're here for the long-term goal. You know, this isn't a job. This is a lifestyle for us. This is our lives. And this is the communities that our kids are going to grow up in and they're going to have their families in. So we will, I mean, ask us on Facebook. I'm sure my cell phone number, everything's out there. Sure, yeah. Like you can find me, you can find Kim and we are happy to help. We want to make new friends. And we know too, that as soon as we empower you, you're going to empower another parent. Yes. I love that chain reaction. That's really our mission. And if we don't have the answer, we're going to connect you to someone that that can. I want to help you bridge those. We are never going to proclaim that we are experts on every single topic when it comes to education. A lot of it is nuanced. And Mm -hmm. I may not have all the answers. Leah may not have all the answers, but we're going to find you people that do. Oh, yeah. I'm going to connect you. I don't know all the nuances of starting a micro school, but I know people that do. And so I'm going to bridge that connection for you. And so never be afraid to ask the question. Never be afraid to reach out. Never be afraid to come up and tap us on the shoulder and say, hey, can I talk to you? Because we would love to do that. Absolutely. So our parent conference, um, I'm so excited about this. I still need, I should probably text Cindy and tell her this is all her fault. So we spoke to Cindy Rickstool back in the fall. And then we spoke to a parent who also goes to her school, Victoria, who we love, who is our editor. Mm -hmm. Um, But Cindy had this idea. We had talked off air about, wouldn't it be nice if we could get all parents or a bunch of parents together to kind of solve the educational concerns that we have in our community, wouldn't it be nice if we all got together and kind of bounced ideas off each other and brainstormed? And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, yes. Like, I think my head exploded. Like, this sounds amazing. And then, you know, life gets busy. The Hope Scholarship was upheld. The state <laughs> Supreme Court did that. So like our, our life kind of took a turn for a moment, but I was really reflecting about it. And when I was talking to some national partners as well, um, they loved the idea too. So we, on September 29th and September 30th of 2023, so this fall in Flatwoods, there's not a lot in Flatwoods except for the stays in. And so it's it's very central to West Virginia. It's easy to get to off a highway. Um, but we are doing a parent conference on the 29th and the 30th. We are um, looking to have a keynote speaker of that, of Virginia is supposed to come and be our keynote speaker. Um, And then we are creating this training on Saturday. So even if you can't make it Friday night because you have work and school and other obligations, totally understandable, 
try to come Saturday. We are working for it to be free for parents to attend um, or very, very minimal costs. We will have um, other parents, other people kind of share what they've done in the past um, that we are still building this and still figuring this out, but we will definitely have people to bounce ideas off of. And then the goal would be at the end of the day, you leave inspired and energized and ready to change your community, whatever that is. Cause maybe there's somebody doing something really awesome in the Southern part of the state, but you live in the Northern part of the state. Let's connect y'all. Let's get that. You realize you can do it. (laughs) You can do that because she did it. Yes, you can. And you guys, and you can mentor and you can make those connections because West Virginia is a giant small town. Y'all, everybody knows everybody. Yeah. Everybody knows somebody that knows somebody else. That's kind of how this world works. And I love that about where we live. And so mark your calendars for that, the 29th and 30th of September, um, that we will b- continue to post more details about if you are a provider um, or you are a parent who is like, I have things to give. I would love to share this information with someone else. Mm-hmm. Please reach out to us. We would love to make that connection. We will be reaching out to people that we have connected with over this last year and a half. Um, I guess a year and a half since we've been with Love Your School, about a year now for the podcast. But for the podcast, yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely reach out um, because we want it to be uh, an annual thing, but every year mm-hmm. we kind of get together as the parents of West Virginia. We're going to feed you breakfast and lunch. Yeah dinner Friday night, if you come mm-hmm. Friday night. So you're going to be fed. You can come mamas, you can come in your leggings and uh, oversized hoodie if you'd like. Please do. Um, it, <laughs> yes. Yes. We want this to be a comfortable event. We want this to be an event that because really uh, moms and parents in the communities, you all are the innovators, you know, your oh, kids yeah. best. And mm-hmm. if you have a desire for your kid to do something or be a part of a certain program, other parents do too. And yep. so let's link people together. Let's connect those people together as much as we possibly can. Um, but I'm really excited about it. Um, my school year is wrapping up. My kids are done with school here soon. And then I, um, am done with my day job here soon. And so I really plan to go full steam ahead on, on planning this and, and mm-hmm. working out the details and all the behind the scenes stuff. But for parents know that we want you there. Um, other, uh, if you're a teacher or an educator of any kind, or if you just have this really great idea and you'd love to share it with others, then we want you there too. Yeah. Um, collaborators, networking. Yes. yes. Yeah. All of that too. Um, and then our event on January 20th, 2024, the, you know, a, where we're having is still to to be determined, um, but it will be January 20th, 2024. And then always look for us out in the community. Um, mm-hmm. We've had a really good year. I have learned so much about mm-hmm. education options, about um, resources available to, to parents, about how this is bigger than just West Virginia. There are several other states who, since West Virginia was the leader in this, which is incredible, yeah. <laughs> incredible, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah the top of the yeah. charts Arizona changed their education they just came savings. out swinging yes yep. <laughs> and, but it was because of what we had done here in West Virginia like I am yep. grateful to our senators and our legislators who and our delegates who have like really taken this on and they take the education of our kids seriously yep. and this is a a, a you know it's it's not affiliated with any political party mm-hmm. it is we really want like student first education is about students I yep. care about the kids. I care about, you know, I want teachers to work in a supportive environment. I want them to feel encouraged and excited to be there. And I want kids to feel the same way. And and we know one environment can be perfect for every single kid all the time. And so let's network, let's link arms, let's work together to do what's best for our kids in our community. Yep. Absolutely, Kim. 
It's been a good year, Leah. And I it has I, been and, a good year. <laughs> and you're I, I feel like we're such a good team. And I like there's times where like my brain stops working and like Leah comes out with like an, <laughs> a, an amazing question. I'm like, yes, thank you. Like, and then other times I'm frozen in pregnancy brain. Stay yes. please, Kim. Just keep going. <laughs> thank <Yes>. you, God. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. And I you know, I kind of had a forcefully, not forcefully, but, um, my husband was like, you should really take a break from, cause I would keep recording. I would do that. <laughs> and then we would burn ourselves out and it would not be good. So we are, there will not be any new episodes released after this one until, um, that Tuesday after Labor Day. I think it's like, yeah, that sounds right. That's when we started last year, right? Yeah. Right yeah. about then. So that's when new episodes will record. If you are listening to this and you're like, Hey, I have a story to tell, or I would love to be on your show. Please oh, reach yeah. out to us. Um, we will still be recording over the summer, just not mm-hmm. as rigorous as we were over <laughs> this last yeah. year. Um, so that um, we can kind of uh, get a good bank of episodes in. Um, yeah, we want more time. parent stories. Yes. I, I want to hear from hear more parents. parents. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And and how you've done things and why you do the things that you do. And there's no judgment. However you want to do it, whatever you feel is best is amazing. And yeah. we just want to support you. I love what you said, Leah, about like, we don't want you to just love your school. We want you to love your life. Yeah. And that is so true. And we want you to be proactive parents instead of reactive parents. And mm-hmm. any way that we could support you, we would love to know that. Yeah. Um, that anything that we could do, we are here for you. So have a great summer. Yes. School, the league, the family, whoever you are, our friends, <laughs> our friends yes. have yep. a fantastic summer and we'll be back in the fall. Awesome. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the We Have Hope podcast. Yeah. You can find us at Facebook of Love Your School WV or Instagram, Love Your School WV. You can message us anytime or you can check out our website, loveyourschool.org.